Street Fighters. Welcome to the show. It's Wednesday night. Time for a street fight. Uh, you are tuning in live right now. If you are $5 or more Patreon subscriber, we are on the stream. Uh, we have some folks in the chat. Thank you, everybody, that tuned in to talk uh, and check out the new live stream of the show we got a, a, a brand new opening sequence animation made by zach Kerwin, uh, aka secret awesome he's the guy that's done a lot of our he's done the, the support the troops sticker he did the uh duke boys he's a really really uh, uh talented guy and so we're, we're going to be do, using more of his animation in the future you can follow him him on instagram he's at secret awesome hq on Twitter, he's at Secret Flotsam. Uh, and if you want to get access to our zine, you got to do that through Patreon as well. This month, we're doing the weed zine. We're wrapping it up right now. You're going to get the digital copies soon. All of you folks that get the physical ones, that's coming later uh, this month, probably at the more likely next month. Uh, for those of you that don't know who we are, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quimby. We're Street Fire Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it for seven years now, looking to spread this mess across the U.S., and that means we are doing the Middle West tour. Come to Chicago September 2nd at the Hideout. Ticket links are at now available. Uh, we are going to Minneapolis. I'm talking to Nomad Bar right now. I think that is locked in for September 4th, that Tuesday. Uh, we're going to be in Des Moines, Iowa on September 5th, that Wednesday. We'll be at Vaudeville Muse. Uh, no ticket link for that yet. On Friday, we'll be in Kansas City. And then on Saturday, we're going to play Propaganda Bar in St. Louis. Uh, no tickets available for any of that stuff yet. Just pay attention to the social media. They will be there. They will be there. <clears throat> All right. Ready to get started on this street fight? Yeah, I am. I'm ready to roll, baby. They look at it's weird that we're on video because they can see what I do when you do the intro. Right. And it makes me feel bad. No, I've watched the streams back and I'm like, Brian, look a little bit more interested next time. Don't like you power off like a robot. You're just like, like you're not talking. You're just slumped down staring into your phone. Yeah. Or I at mean, the computer. I appreciate what you do, but I've heard it like every time yeah, you've done rather it. Rather boring at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's boring. Jeez. Um, how's your week going, Brett? Uh, so far, so good. Kid is going back to school soon. I'm just like waiting for that day. I just can't wait to get the, my time back. Mine went back. Oh, oh really? really? Today. My goodness. Well, Ooh, that's early. Yeah. August 15th was the first day of school. I feel for her. Really. Yeah, that's really bogus. And we got a better deal than that. We got we got started on the stunted week with the Labor Day usually. Yeah, four day week get you you know used to it. Yeah, I'm really loving like her going back to school this time because it's real real now. She's in eighth grade. Okay, so she's like a fully formed person. Basically, she has opinions about her teachers and stuff like that. So I'm getting to hear like the stuff I remember from like it's like there's these things that happen when you have a kid. That through their life, they do things that make you then remember things right, that yeah. you did when you were a kid. Like sure. when she found out, she found out who her teacher was and she was like, oh no, I got the bead one. And yeah. I was like, Dad, you know what I said? 
good. <laughs> like you need somebody yelling at you sometimes. Right. You need some adversity in your life. <laughs> you know, we're too comforting of a home to a fault. Yeah, go get yelled at for yeah. a while at school. I mean, the you thing is, know what other kids are going through. I'm um, actually. Uh, there was a moment this summer where we were at the water park, and this woman was just spanking the shit out of this kid. And I was with two girls that have never seen anything close to that in their life at home. <laughs> and they were just standing there with their jaws on the ground. And I was like, see, that's how other people's grandma <laughs> deals with their shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're Some lucky. grandmas aren't, aren't so nice. Yeah. My, 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 my kid kind of understands that she's pretty lucky. Like as far as like her, her parent, you know what I mean? No, like, mine too. Yeah. But, uh, if she ever, like, I want her to deal with a mean person in authority sometime, you know? I mean, she's not, here's the thing about school. She won't ever get in real trouble because I am not going to do anything. You know, once she yeah. gets home, it's just going to be like, eh, you know, don't do that anymore. Yeah, stop, please. You know? Like, it, for me, it's like, don't shoplift because I don't want to have to show up at the place and pick you up from the shoplifting. I don't, like, have a big moral reason not to do it other than, like, wait till you're 18. If you want to shoplift, you can do that. But I don't want to be responsible for you when you're shoplifting. Right, right. My kid, actually, there was a moment that I, I was, like, realized we'd been talking to her the wrong way because... She wanted me to play Barbies with her, and she said, let's go to my friend's house. They have a whole bunch of pets, and we'll go look at them. And so she pulls out, like, five or six animals, and eventually I was like, wow, you really have a lot of pets. This is crazy. And she said, yeah, they're from my mommy, but it's only because we have enough money to buy them, which is something <laughs> that I, we always say. You know, like, we only do this stuff because we have money, and we explain that, like, there are people that don't have money that work just as hard. You know, but yeah. I think she's just soaked in. That it's like, we have enough money. Yeah. You want her to be like, yeah, <laughs> that's true. When I was a kid, my, and then it made me think like when I was a kid, what I locked into the most was my mom always, her line was, I don't have a dime to my name. Yeah. She was like, Brett, I don't have a dime to my name. So I don't know where the fuck we're going to get that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I, it made me like, as I grew older, it said, and it still is a problem. Every time I got a dime to my name, I'm like, we got enough money. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't care. Get whatever you want. We got enough money. You know, like, I'm not worried about the future. We got enough money right now to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we not... got a dime to my, our name. You know? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I, you know, I, my kid knows my struggles with money. So, like, uh, she knows, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I feel bad about the honesty. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? getting an honest view of the world is the least you can do for somebody to prepare them for it. You know? Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, if you can somehow hustle or become, you find yourself in a career with, you know, a higher wages, you know, it'll get rid of a lot of those problems. You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, you got it. I mean, everybody's dealing with them, but yeah, I think that it's better to say like, you know, if you want to try to be a part-time entertainer, you're also going to have to go melt down in the bathrooms sometimes when we go out to eat. Yeah. She, she, uh, yeah, I mean, she's getting money now. She's making money from street fight, which really helps. And, uh, really helps me, but it's still like every minute that school has you buying something. They're never not buying things. I just found out I got to buy dinner for 11 kids one time this, this year. And then I also have to uh, 
because she plays volleyball. I got by dinner for the whole volleyball team, oh, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. No, yeah. I mean, that's a part of camaraderie. That's networking and community. Uh, I don't, you know, they have the money. The other parents have the money, you know. <laughs> Right. not there but like i it's gonna be subway five dollar foot yeah that's true. you should do that i'm gonna make i'm gonna make just uh spaghetti at the house oh no i can't do that spaghetti her. dinner I, I can't do that to you her. know how much those kids would love it they never get that shit put all that just cover garlic bread and trans fats and hand <laughs> it to those kids They'll love it. <laughs> That's probably. I mean, they, they usually have Subway, but apparently they got sick of it, so they don't want it anymore. So Subway's, now I gotta. It's pizza. It's all pizza, right? You're just you're gonna be See, eating pizza. Yeah, that's not so bad, and it's yeah. not too expensive. No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But I also have to buy her volleyball shoes. And she was like, I'm so sorry we have to do these volleyball shoes. And I was like, it ain't your fucking damn fault, man. But how much are volleyball shoes? And I looked them up. They're fifty bucks. I'm not gonna freak out about no. fifty more dollars. No, I mean, you got to have the right equipment to do the thing. She's also going to Washington, D.C. in like a month and a yeah, half. And yeah. it's like, living the Living the life. Yeah, school living is something. Life. School is fucking something. I mean, she keeps talking about how they want you to do a spaghetti anarchist cookbook, Brett. <laughs> I would love to. I, I mean, we used to make our noodles. Our whole families would get together. We'd have like seven couples that would get like two or three pasta machines together. We'd have people making dough, people rolling, and then people, then we'd all freeze it. And we'd have like pasta for six months. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's a good hack. I, I want to say something else that somebody in the chat said, because this is something I've thought of. Street Fight should sponsor Gwen's Volleyball Dinner. Um, Real Good Show did a sponsored a Little League Baseball team, and I want to do something like that someday. But, uh, I mean, well, I'm sure we probably have the money to do it now. Oh, yeah, really. of course. How much it's could not it that hard. Cost? Yeah, I mean, it's 150 bucks or something. <laughs> yeah. Let's get our names on a Little League jersey. <laughs> little, little Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. You know, we'd have to pick a good sport. Is The wrestling team. Is there like intramurals wrestling? No, I'm not that I know of. All right, well, we'll move away from that. Yeah, so <laughs> she saw the teacher. I mean, she met her teachers. He didn't give her homework today. Nice. Which cool he, that was the thing about him is that he was known for giving homework on the first day. That, that which was such a mind fuck to me, right? Because it was like I probably knew that stuff. Say. Right, exactly. I probably was like that too, though. I was like, oh, I got Miss Kreider, and she's probably going to give me homework. It's all like perspective, on day. dude. It's just perspective. <laughs> it's the story that you tell. You're telling the narrative that you're going to have the worst day of school because of the teacher, <laughs> and you know. You're, then the evidence doesn't back it up. Yeah, I mean, every kid's going to have a mean teacher. There's a mean teacher thread on the Street Fighter book and uh, on the Street Fighter page. And I'm reading all these mean teacher things. And all these people are still alive in the end. But, the, I mean, they had to deal with a mean teacher. You're going to deal with a mean boss. You're going to deal with so many fucking mean people in your life. That having a mean teacher is probably a thing. Like, we should just hire mean teachers. Now... The main thing that I think about when I think about mean teachers is how do you become a mean teacher? I mean, come on. Like, what kind of a person does? It's like well, mean to kids. Because once you see it, like, once you see it every day in and out, you're like, there's no hope. Every They're just stupid <laughs> shaved ace. Like, we're animals. You know, like, once you deal with the general, like, even seeing our my kid, I'm just like, oh, man, she's just regular old person taking up space like the rest of us, you know? Like, it all the magic wears off pretty quickly like there's like they're gonna grow up to be like shitheads just like us yeah and yeah, then you know and, and then they're at their their most selfish and irrational at that age too 
Yeah. Like the, that was a, like going on vacation with three kids that were literally screaming and crying when we were trying to take them to an arcade, you know, or they were, you know, ice cream wasn't coming fast enough. You know, we had to go on a wa- Why do we have to go on a wagon ride to get the ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. So, right, you don't even have to walk. <laughs> You're getting carried there. I don't want to go on a wagon ride. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are the whiniest. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I just can't be mean to him. I got to be Somebody nice to should. him. Somebody should. I'm mean to him. I try not to I try not to cross the line, but I do try to be mean. When I know I can be real fucking mean, like then I always get my jabs in. Yeah. I mean, I've never been good at it with the kids. I love the damn things. I love the I love well, kids. You know how people are like show me a dog picture when they feel sad and stuff? I'm kids that. I'm like that with kids. I love kids. Kids are the fucking best, man. I just love hanging out with them and talking to them and they get everything with them. they want. They're all fucking spoiled brats. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they have no self awareness. Nope. I love it. That's one of the things I like about them. Is they don't know anything about themselves. So, you know what? When when I say today's the worst day of my life, right? I'm being like silly. You know, when they say today is the worst day of my life, they really mean it with every fiber of their being. They like literally mean that they've lived the worst day of their life. Oh, this world is sucky. So kids, what are you going to do with them? Uh, Yeah, a lot of people said that uh, their teachers threw stuff at uh their teachers they had teachers that threw stuff and i'm just like damn i never had that man there was this really cool fucking teacher that would would baseball pitch the eraser right into the chalkboard and would just slap so well like to like startle people (laughs) i had to get it yeah it was great like people were sleeping in his class oh no and he got clap erasers why get mad about that that's the fucking thing i'm trying to figure out like if somebody's sleeping in class fuck it they're, I mean, they're not supposed, this isn't, that's, they can do that in their bed. They're not supposed to, this is not, I'm not why saying, everybody's there for. <laughs> I'm not saying let's come into school and be like, you can sleep if you want. I'm saying like, if one or two people are sleeping in class and everybody else is sitting there listening, it's like, just, that's my philosophy is just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> let people be mongrels. No, let people be, like, just people be fucking people. Like, yeah. It's just, ah. Yeah, they don't have to learn. They don't, I mean, they, they'll they learn. I mean, missing one lecture doesn't hurt a, sure. a kid, you know? No, I don't, I'm not, I don't care either. I mean, that's most of it. If I, if I ever did, it was like, uh, you know, nobody cared, which was the right response. Cause you yeah. know, it's just like, I need a nap right now. Yeah. I'm just going to go to damn sleep, man. I mean, wh- <sighs> telling somebody that they can't go to the bathroom or telling somebody that's really tired that what? they can't go to sleep seems crazy to me. Yeah. I don't, I'm not reaching out to the teen audience on this show. I don't, I don't, the politics of school are fine. Like there, it's yeah. a meat grinder and it should be harder than what it is. Yeah. I'm just saying, for me, if I was like a teacher, it doesn't bother me. But there, were, I had a class. You know those metal fucking trash cans in the classrooms, that, uh-huh. and like how there's all that linoleum and there's a brick walls in there and everything. We were fucking around one time in our math class, and this dude took his math book and he fucking threw it up into the ceiling fan. 
and it pissed the teacher off so bad that he kicked that fucking trash can across the room and it slammed out into the hall on the wall and he just threw an enormous tantrum and I was like this is an adult man that is so mad and can't do anything about it yeah nothing you can do really the kid doesn't a kid that will look you in the face and throw a book into a ceiling fan there's no amount of punishment for him that's right. gonna work right he's <laughs> renegade yeah. give just give him a diploma and kick him out <laughs> he like gives you hope a little that's the kind of person that like gives me up somebody i saw a story i'll, I'll do this story real quick because because you'll find like this this dovetails into something that's really funny um, that I saw this week and it was just, um, oh man, of course I, I didn't have it open cause I'm a piece of shit. Well, I had planned to do a different story, but this, it, this dovetails perfectly into a story that I wanted to cover this week because I was really, really interested in, in your take on this. And maybe I thought we could chop it up a little bit about this. Okay. This took place and I got to no, this is way the wrong story. I think this took place in Florida. Okay. That's like our sister city. I sister feel. Sister state. Right. Yeah. It. You know what? It is. We yes. should have a system set up with them. Like, we should have reciprocity for our laws. Sure. You know? Seems fair. I think it's Lincoln. It's Lincoln. Lincoln, Nebraska. This is a Lincoln, Nebraska story. Okay, okay. We don't get a lot of those. A teenager in Lincoln believed to be under the influence of LSD was arrested after allegedly stripping down naked and urinating on a security vehicle and punching an officer in the face, police said. Now, <laughs> like, the, the, uh, first of all, don't get... Why, why do these LSD people always get naked? Yeah, I, 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 don't, I never had that urge either. But I do know people that it happened to. Really? Right. People, the stories of people that like tried it once and flipped out and then like woke up somewhere else naked. Why naked? Like drunks what is get the naked thing? too. Super drunks get naked. Well, yeah, I know some drunks that'll like take their pants off and just be like, you yeah, know, like I'm just I'm... so hot right now. <laughs> I'm so fucking hot in here. That, LSD is the same. I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I never felt. No, I can't say. I never did either. But it, it seems so stereotypical. Yeah. That's why you're like, why would you do this? Shortly before midnight on Friday, a 29-year-old security guard told police that he confronted the disrobed man who was trespassing in a business parking lot near 84th and O Street. Now, I'm going to say this right now. I, You know I don't like trespassing laws. It's like, this land is your land. Right. This land is my land. I believe in that. You know, right. from California, this is all ours. Sure. Pro property is theft, right? But uh, why bother a guy? Just like, it seems like it's bullshit to bother a guy if, for being naked. Like, just for being like, oh, this guy's this guy's naked. I got to go talk to him. No, people can't. You got to watch out for naked people in public, especially when it's at <laughs> night. You got to look out for that stuff. <laughs> but it's legal. You got to keep eyes. It's not legal, actually. Yeah, it is. To swing your ding-a-ling around? It has to be legal. No, I don't think there would ever. I mean, they won't They won't even let women bear their breasts in a lot yeah, of places. Yeah, they do, but they, legally they can. But in other, there are other places where it exists where they don't even allow that to happen. But you oh, cannot really? go fly your cooch out there. You should be allowed to. Street. You should be. You should be allowed to be naked on the street. You can't force people to wear clothes. Sure, I understand that. I just don't think. You, well, I guess you're right about com like 
maybe at, like not the police. There's obviously. lots of women that naked men have come and swung a boner at them yeah. or assaulted them while they were naked, though. Yeah, is what I know. Okay. Like every woman that I know has had one jack off guy okay. expose himself. Okay, I'm I'm gonna fucking take your word on that. Okay, I'm just saying we. I don't know how you can how you you figure out who the jack off guys are. I don't, but that's not fair to like run society based on. It the, happens the all the bad time. Guys. It happens all the time. I know, but there's a lot of people who would probably be naked in public that would just like be fine. No, sure. if they could if it was legal. Yes, I I'm agree. the guy that's trying to outlaw barefoot. Anyway, yeah, but so you want, it's like you want naked. sweaty ass all over the public seats. It's rights. I'm just you talking about rights. Ball sweat dripping into the carpet. <laughs> I'm just talking about rights, dude. I don't have to like the rights. If barefoot's legal, naked should be legal. A Lincoln police officer arrived arrived on the scene. Okay, so the teenager slapped the guard and urinated on a security vehicle. <laughs> yeah, I mean that feels like I don't know. I I just I've never. But that's the the reason I think it dovetails into the other Someone story. Someone should talk to this kid before he did it. That's yeah, because he well, bought it from some somebody, jag off. Somebody let him get on his bike, and yeah. you know how that is. But the reason I think this dovetails like the other story is like the impotence of the like guy, the teacher that I'm talking about. A guy throws a thing up in the ceiling fan, makes uh-huh. a big ruckus, and then all of a sudden the teacher's screaming and mad, but he can't really do anything in the end. Like, was he going to suspend him and give him a few days off? expel them they're not going to call the like back then you didn't they didn't call the police for like everything so it was just like but and this story is the same way the security guard walked up to this kid and the kid the one thing we're taught drug people are taught is the security guards aren't cops and they don't have any power over you that's true (laughs) but a lot of square people like cede power to the security sure sure most people yeah like because if they're gonna like if they're ushering you around and pushing you around and telling you where to be, like you a, feel like a, they're in charge. Yeah, a regular. That's then that was something we talked about. I talked about with uh, Drew about that. Was that like th- that like uh, sometimes people just are like if a dude is a is is uh, in charge if he says things that are in charge, most of us will just be like, yeah, you're in charge. You know? No, and, yeah, no. That's I mean that's how I feel like most of the government got this way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like, uh, and, and yeah, you're exactly right about that. <laughs> well, that's how much, I mean, that's like a, that's Donald Trump, man. That's that whole bully thing that just works so well. It's just, you know, keep talking like you're the boss and people eventually just give up and are like, I guess he's going to treat me like he's the boss. Yeah. Listen to this bullshit, Brett. A Lincoln police officer arrived on the scene a short while later to find the teenager was still naked. The teen jumped on the hood of the officer's police cruiser, causing more than three hundred dollars in damage. How's See, that three hundred so bucks, dude? Like I would, I usually just do like lay in the grass and I know. like this feels amazing and like life is so beautiful and uh, you know this this is a there's this moment is six billion years in the making type thing. Like I just never really went that round. I didn't never saw anybody get that violent. Does he um I do, mean on video. Do you think that like he he was alone. He de- he decided to trip alone. And then when you're a teenager, you get super weird when yeah, you trip because like everybody can get you in trouble. Every person in the world can get you in trouble and you're cuz you're a teen. Right. And then you get 
I don't know. You just yeah. get weirded out. Yeah, you and the acid, you get, like You get that moment where you're like, this is what it's going to be like forever, you know? Well, and then the acid detaches you so much from reality that I'm sure this teen sitting around thinking, like, these adults can't tell me what right. to do. Right, pulling a hole in Caulfield. <laughs> yeah. This, we're, hey. Fuck you. This is what I, this is what I, I'm going to, you know what? I feel great tonight, and for the first time <laughs> in my life, I'm going to express how I feel. <laughs> And his thing that he expresses is to get naked and piss on a security guard's car and slap yeah, him in the I mean, face. So, yeah, I've just brought up some latent feelings inside the young man. Yeah. Teens, please. Acid's yeah, they need not better for teenagers. Help. Just, no, it's just acid's not really? for teenagers. I'm coming out on this show really? that is always okay with drug use. And I never did it as a teen. Acid I, is, I did it a lot as a teen, and it was I know stupid. a few people. Yeah. It was stu- It was not a smart thing to be doing, you know? I had fun. I thought it was fucking great when I was a teenager. I took it when I was 12 years old, and it was fucking extremely fun. But, like, my brain wasn't ready for that shit. I'm, you're still developing and stuff. It's just, wait it out, you know? Wait till you have some goddamn life experience before you do acid. That's the smart thing to do. No, I agree. I think, uh, yeah, because when you're older, you can contextualize things and you have more autonomy, like you said, and you can get somebody to spot you. You're not doing it by yourself. and like, uh oh, I'm stuck in my bedroom now on acid. Yeah. Yeah. The autonomy is really important too. you. You don't like think about that when you're tripping, like maybe try. Well, that's why. Yeah. I, I like pay attention. Like when we go to events and all that stuff, like I think it out, like I'm not trying to go too hard that far away from my house, you know, right. anymore. Or if you're not at your house and you're at somebody else's house and you're just like, we're going to be fucking normal here. Like, that's the thing about tripping too. Like you can take a walk, but maybe all of you should go. Everybody yeah, should go. No, yeah. You need to know what's going on. You need some people to regulate. Well, if everybody's tripping, then they have a one full brain. Sure, usually. Sure, like sure. there's like, everybody has bad ideas, but somebody will right. have like the idea that like, that's how it works. It's like a series of bad ideas. And then each person has like one good idea and they stop you from doing the bad ideas. Like, well, what if, you know <laughs> yeah but wait man that's a felony <laughs> yeah yeah i mean the last time we really tripped can, is hard, it no it's you know, and then you, then you hear what they're saying no we can totally be naked naked is legal if barefoot is legal naked is legal that's the that's the argument there yeah having. you can't fucking do anything about it i remember this no woman, it's not i swear it's not you're just paranoid man this girl I used to hang out with in high school used to fucking try to convince she used to we would get high and drink and then we would go driving around and she would be like if you just flash your lights at the traffic light then it'll make it change to green because it'll think you're a ambulance and she would go out and just fucking floor it flashing her lights and just running red lights at night like because the fucking thing doesn't change yeah you know and I was always just like I don't know if this is a good idea yeah that's some very bad advice <laughs> But she just kept doing. I also remember one time, and it was I was so thankful to have like the friends I had because somebody in high school I think told me the police can't pull you over if they don't have the lights on on their car. 
and we were we were driving oh, one yeah, time. I remember that. We were all driving around one time getting high, and I said, the police can't pull you over if they don't have the lights on on their car. And they were like, somebody was like, the police can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you're right. You're totally right. Yeah, that's what we're always trying to tell sovereign citizens. Like, no, sovereign citizens, yeah. the police can actually, t- they can do whatever the fuck they want. They will bust your window. <laughs> yeah. Every time. They will punch you and tase you. That's just gonna happen man i saw some crazy just i was just scrolling and saw some cop gif of just him like doing overhand i saw that i saw that against that guy in a fucking wall and it was just insane man it was the shit out of him dude it was like in in, uh, the other guy could do nothing he was just getting his ass oh my god whooped it was Uh, he would have got if his friend had jumped in he would have got shot right they would have both gotten shot oh yeah that's the shittiest. That's the thing about it. I saw the worst thing today. I saw a viral video of a proposal that was like the police pulled their guns out on a young black dude. And he was at the gas station. They had him on his hands and knees. And uh, he's like on his hands and knees. And his girlfriend's like, hold on. He's going to empty his pocket. They're like, empty your fucking pockets. And she's like, he's going to empty his pockets. And she stood in front of him. She was a black woman, too. She stood in front of him as to like shield him from the cops and shit. And then when he emptied his pocket, he opened up a fucking ring. And he had the ring in there. And all the cops started laughing. And he was laughing. And I was like, oh, that's a... That's some proposal. You play too much. <laughs> That's playing too much, I think. <laughs> that poor woman, man. I felt so bad oh, for that no, poor no, woman. No, 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 not ever. <laughs> Don't do practical jokes for your, your proposal. Yeah, I'll have to show you the video when we're done because Brett's like sweating right now. <laughs> Brett just Was started the guy sweating. A cop or, only a cop would think that's funny. It right? might. He could have been a cop. Or a firefighter. He could have just known a cop or two or something like that. Because it was wild. I really thought those cops were going to shoot both of them. Yeah, I was nervous, man. Oh, my God. I was so nervous because I saw... Remember that one video when they shot that guy that was laying in the street? And he, they were like, put your hands up. And he put his hands up. And then the guy just pulled a shot off. And it was just like, whoops. Like, uh, yeah. It just got nervous because he moved because he did what he said. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I thought, oh, oh, God. Yeah. That was a roller coaster. It is. It is. Uh, so in Cordova, Tennessee, a loss prevention employee at Kroger shot a man who was trying to steal meat, according to the Memphis Police Department. The shooting happened at around 11.20 a.m. at the Kroger on North Germantown Parkway near the intersection of Trinity Road. A statement from Kroger said the officer asked to see a receipt from a customer who had a cart stacked with meat and seafood. Kroger said the customer told the employee the receipt was in the car. Once the pair got outside, the encounter turned violent. The store said the suspect got in a gray Malibu, hit reverse, and ran over the officer's foot. Get the fuck out of here. That I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm sure that's what happened. Uh, the K- Kroger said the officer filed a single shot into the suspect's car tire to stop him. Okay, good. That's but the good. suspect was still able to drive away. Sure. I feel like it's a different way to handle it, said frequent customer Valencia Lindsay. Any different way. You don't have to shoot at somebody. Yeah. She's, that's, she's right. Like, no. there's no... I mean, like, even... Okay, so they're like, he ran over his foot. The motherfucker was pointing a gun at him. I'm going right. to run over a guy. If somebody's pointing a gun at me, I'm probably going to run, especially if they're a fucking security guard. You yeah. know? No, I don't I, give a I, fuck I, about a security guard. Yeah, I uh, I saw someone say this already, but something along the lines of, it, there's no death penalty for r- running away, for being too fast. 
Yeah. There's no death penalty for that, for getting away. Exactly. Yeah. On something like, I mean, just being faster than the police. I mean, that's on you. Use your tactics. Study running more. Get get in a chopper. Like, use your police stuff. But you don't need to kill somebody for what? For steaks and some salmon? For just for fucking stealing meat from a Kroger. Just for stealing. It wasn't even a cop, dude. And how many, and you know, the thing about it too, is these Barney Fife motherfuckers always end up shoot, have a glancing blow or making it a pot shot and taking somebody else out. Well, I don't think the cops shoot people's tires out. Like, what? I don't think that's a part. I think that's a movie thing. No, I know. That's, that what, that's what everybody wants. Them. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and like, so this guy was just doing some shitty sawing on and like crank or something like that. Yeah. He was like, oh, I watch all the I watch Death Wish every night and I know how to handle something like this. It's like this has like become such a rash. I was listening to the podcast Mike Dicta, which uh-huh. is good. It's a it's a bunch of lawyers that just talk about law. And they were talking about this case. And uh, they were talking about a case where a guy went to to a department store, grabbed two pairs of jeans off of the rack, and then returned them, right? Uh And he got away with 150 bucks. And the next day, he came back and did the same thing, which... Street fighters don't steal from the same place. Yeah, don't like do it. Well, he was so excited that it worked. I know he was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I fucking did it! It's foolproof." I finally a business a job where I can write my own check. But he ended up getting busted for it. Sure. So, I can... yeah, of course he did. Yeah. So when the cops came and arrested him, the prosecutor charged him. He was going to give him five years in prison for receive for. It was basically a fencing charge. They were calling it a fencing charge because he deceived the uh, he deceived the people. Okay. He attempted to deceive them. Okay. And then when the security guard tried to get him, he tried to just run out with the fucking jeans. But he got busted. But it was like five years in prison for shoplifting. And we did a story on that recently. And it's like these these fucking security guards are. And prosecutors are crazy. Like, they're using shoplifting to fill the prisons now. Yeah, yeah. It almost feels like all those people that aren't supposed to be going to prison for weed anymore are all going for shoplifting now. No, there's plenty. Yeah, there's plenty of ways to get people in for that. And it's uh, that's also something that is not happening, I mean, ever. It's so rare that people are shoplifting, you know? Yeah. I mean, it happens. They're shrink in any business, as everybody knows. But it's more likely to be the employees and shit. Straight up, just, uh, that's awful. Yeah. I yeah. mean, for $50 in clothes. $50 worth of fabric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't want to say. I That's just shitty. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Five years in prison, like the 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 uh, length of sentences are fucking crazy. But I did just see a place where they're gonna start posting pictures of shoplifters now, and uh, at at some of these places where like when you do the U scan, they get a little picture of you, they post yeah. you up there. I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. I go on the radio and tell people I'm shoplifting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You got to, I mean, there are elite level shoplifters. I used to get a lot of stuff, but uh, I knew other people that were way better and would just go finesse a whole outfit every single time they went to the mall and uh, eventually got to like jackets. There was this guy in high school that you could give him money. You could go shop. You could go to the store, tell him what you wanted out of the store and he would take half of the tag price to get it for you. Yeah. So it was like your own 50% off sale. It's a nice sale. That's yeah. nice of them to do that. That's kind of scary though. Like, like for him, like it's such a brave, 
He was so arrogant, dude. Yeah, yeah. Did he get caught in the end? I don't well, I remember. Guess they all get caught. Eventually. Yeah, I don't remember him getting caught. Yeah, you always get caught. I got busted when I was a kid, but well, I did. I was stupid. Bart Simpson bubblegum is yeah. what I got caught stealing. I was, was ste- fucking embarrassing. IOU jean shorts. That's a cool fucking thing to steal. I though, put him see? into my rollerblade bag. <laughs> <laughs> How they? What they do? What? What? What was the? Uh, what was the thing like? What was? Uh, the- it was this like big bald guy stereotypical as hell wearing like a black um schottenstein's polo and uh he just took me back there and he's just like uh you know well i gotta call your parents or whatever and i don't re- i don't remember it i can't even remember it anymore I think yeah it, it just didn't make that big of an impression yeah, he was on mad you. he was mad and stern he just called my dad and then came and picked me up and my dad was like pretty mean about it told you know like he didn't like thieves and all of that but i mean People that steal from stores or do not steal from like houses and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stealing from the store, I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, why? Like that doesn't a bad character. I mean, but if you got caught taking twenty dollars out of somebody's room, then you're sus. Yeah, why would anybody like be mad because you stole meat from Kroger? Like, what would the even the point be of shooting at somebody? Like, why do you get? Yeah, why did he shoot? Like, what? I can't get into the mind. Of the guy that's making nine fifty an hour to be a security guard that, that shoots at somebody for stealing no, from I don't the know. company. How do Who we gives do a shit? See, that's the thing though, is it's it's like the it's like this uh it's like those experiments, those Stanford experiments yeah. <laughs> where the like amount of authority is kind of vague in mm-hmm. a way. Oh, where it's yeah. kinda of like stop the criminal, stop the bad guys, do whatever it takes, but we don't have any sort of like conversation or dialogue. About like these type of issues, like really, it's when should you take somebody's life? You yeah. know, like when do we pull that gun out? They don't. Yeah, I, and that's what I mean. That's what Black Lives Matter and all of that stuff has been trying to address. But now, I mean, even when it gets down to petty shit, you know, we have to start saying like, should people go to fucking prison for trying to steal something? It's like you caught them, so you didn't lose any money. I you mean, know? like, I don't know if it even needs to be like jail time as much as I think it. I mean, even rest, like restitution always seemed like whatever, like restorative justice, yeah. where it's like, you know, we'll figure something out here. Like that they can fucking do it, work in the stock room to pay it back or something. But you're totally right. There's no loss in the end for the company when you try to steal something and they catch you. Sure. You know, other than the resource. No, there's no fucking loss at all. And, and, you know, they hire these guys that with the fucking embroidered badge on their shirt and come and fucking sit in the front and they, they, uh, I don't know. They like have blue lives. They're like blue lives matter guys. Probably they're like, I feel like, I feel like they're like really like, I, I don't know what can happen. I just don't understand. Yeah, like loss prevention or assholes. It's the same thing. Oh, you know, I used to, sorry. It's the same thing with the people that write the tickets for parking. Like what would happen if you just didn't? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I used to loss prevention. I used to enjoy messing with, I would go and just act like I was stealing from the store and they would be following me. I would go like, I'd grab video games, walk around with them, go to the pillow aisle and just like throw it in there. And then like go buy one piece of candy and then walk out and they would always stop me and like want to search me and shit. Yeah. And they were wrong. <laughs> yeah. You all, y'all don't have shit. Yeah. And you then, had to act all yep. like, uh, yep. confident as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you wish you had that confidence when you did have stuff though, so that you could like get past them. Yeah. You know, I, uh, like I said, the thing I would change about getting caught as a kid is I should have just ran away. I, I, I uh-huh. thought for some reason, well, I guess 
well, now it's kind of relevant. You can get shot at. Yes. So, yeah. but like, I should have just tried to run because even none of those, I've seen so many people pull a high. I saw somebody uh, go to the Kmart jewelry counter when I was a kid and they grabbed a whole bunch of jewelry and ran out the door. And there was a car sitting with the door open. And this woman literally football dived, like yeah. a sailor dive, with like her arms by her side, just torpedoed into the back of this car. And the dude fucking hit the gas so hard that the door slammed shut. It was so fucking cool. And they like burned out and took off. And there was a cop in the in the other parking lot and uh my mom went to go tell him you know that that she just saw that and they were like oh that's that's columbus that's that's not our issue you know because <laughs> they were reynoldsburg or whatever shit anyway I, yeah I, but I, I like know. lost prevention didn't do it lost prevention just watched them go right by yeah you know they can't really fucking do anything no they can't stop you yeah. yeah you gotta run that's the thing run because they don't give you any extra too for trying to run no and you think you're gonna get resisting arrest but like there's no against target you're not arrested yeah target is can't arrest you so <laughs> that's our advice like if you ever get caught just run like hell you I mean, can't the security get away. guards are just yeah they don't give a fuck either i mean they're just looking to use bullying tactics and maybe aggressive energy to get you to stop what you're doing do you think that i mean this is oh, also I, put, a possibility. I saw a dude in best buy you ever see him i saw one time in a best buy the greatest thing man it was a guy that went to the front Two two big dudes uh, stepped in front of the door and said, "We need to talk to you." He ran back in the store and he did a whole chase with them, like he was <laughs> scrambling throughout the whole fucking store. <laughs> it was amazing. Like he was giving them the slip, and like people were then cheering for him. Yeah, of course. Like when he almost, and then he ended up getting caught, and they put him in like a fucking judo hold though. Yeah, like he had his he had his arm all twisted up by his fucking They'll head. People they- and like yeah, with his fucking like pinching on his nerves and shit. I'm sure they learn like chokeholds and shit like that to do it. I I just I think about like oh for a CD. I mean the guy was literally I think it was like DVDs. It was probably twenty man. Well, it was back and it was a while ago. So it was probably fifty dollars in DVDs. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's what they 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 like. I don't know. But the guy didn't get it. caught. I think that it should be like, nah, we know what you're doing. You lose the game, right? I, that's yeah. why I think it should be like that's the game. Like we hire these people, we hire the guards. You know, you go just, you know, you should just be, you know, you lost, you go on your way. Don't yeah. come back. We don't want to see you around here or we or we know we're going to know what's up. Right. I mean, yeah. now we know who you are. Take yeah. your game somewhere else. Yeah. Go play at another. I really casino. like I like this policy of like the police shouldn't even be getting involved no, in these shop. They don't. Cases. I mean, it's between you and the security guards. Well, when That's I live, who it is. Yeah. But now. But they do. Dallas. Dallas stopped showing up for $50 or less of of uh, shoplifting. Yeah. They just stopped. They're like, we do not have time for that shit. Don't fucking matter. You know, <laughs> it just doesn't fucking matter. Figure it out. You have $50. Yeah. You know. It does. It don't matter. That's the policy. That should be the policy. It's fifty bucks, man. Sorry, you lost. One guy got fit. One person got fifty dollars, and the other person doesn't have their fifty dollars worth of stuff anymore. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, I don't know what the hard that, like that hard line that like being a security guard, like the guy from Observant Report or something, just never computed with me. They don't pay you enough to give a shit. No, you're not trained at all. It, like I could get a job as you a just security get to guard. be. Yeah, I mean it's just a power fantasy thing. But letting the security guard at Kroger carry a gun seems like why are we doing that? Why? Are yeah, we, I don't know what could happen. Maybe someone's gonna rob it. There's banks inside of there. What are they gonna do though with the gun? If they, I maybe. 
maybe pull it out and yeah. get them to go, but like you shoot don't, themselves in the foot. Yeah, you do not. I don't think you want one of those guys in there trying to fire a gun at something. Yeah, I don't want someone shooting a gun at the <laughs> grocery store at all. Like if they come into the store to rob the bank in the store, just yeah. I mean, money. don't fire a gun. Just <laughs> keep, you're keep not the gun fired to a low. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if it's a fucking knife, don't shoot them. Just don't shoot. I don't want any guns being shot while at the store. Yeah, it's good policy. I could vote for that. No guns being shot at the store. They don't fucking need them. There's no reason to have guns for security guards. I am am, uh, not letting it happen. So uh, I got two more stories. I actually have a story that I don't want to do. Like what? Can I do something real quick? Yeah, go for it. We have so if you're in the chat right now watching this shit watching this, we're doing a lottery. This is gonna be our first uh this is gonna be our first live stream lottery. So we had Drew Toothpaste on the show. He did the guest spot this week and he gave us some cool stuff to hand out. And so we got his book, Toothpaste for Dinner. Y'all know that. Uh we got a dustpan and a and a brush that says clean your shit up. If you can see that there and I'm going to show you this. I know this is boring to listen to, but we have a full size beach towel that says, I fucking hate thinking. Oh, well, I hate thinking too. So I would agree with that beach towel. So if you want to get entered into this, uh, in the chat, put just an exclamation point so that we can scrape your names and put them, uh, together and uh, we'll we'll tell we'll reveal the winner at the end all right lottery time street fight is pro lottery i think yeah we're running a lottery now so if you're into the five dollar live stream i'm going to come up with stuff to give away if you're here in the chat watching live and uh we'll send out some cool stuff all right here's our uh here's we got two stories left here to do we got about 15 minutes left anyway so i think we get we we uh we're going to be okay tonight, Brad. Our, our time. Well, we got 20 minutes. All right. Uh, first story. Uh, Trump supporter. Let's read the story because reading the headline gives away the whole story, right? Sure. And, I don't know what it is. Well, you're about to fucking know what it is. I think you're going to like it. Okay. And I think you listeners are going to like it too. I can't believe it's taking this long to load. I was going to like really smoothly transition into like just doing it. Uh-huh. A Trump supporter claims he was attacked by the lead singer of a punk rock band when he jeered the frontman's political statements. I did see this. <laughs> Tim Hildebrandt of Galt says the attack happened at a social distortion concert at the Ace of Spades in Midtown. Hildebrandt said he grew up listening to the band's music and was excited to attend one of their shows, but never thought he'd leave bloody and bruised at the hands of a famous musician. Well, I mean, talk shit, get hit, right? <laughs> I love you it. certainly have heard that. <laughs> You had a punk concert, dude. First, I know social distortion isn't like hardcore punk. You know what I mean? I know that they're I not mean, spitting on people in the audience. Sure. And I know that the audience is because they played here recently. It was like, older. It skewed a little older audience. Sure, you know? It was more gray like hairs. a cross-generational thing. But it was a lot of guys in like cargo, cargo shorts and like a T-shirt. You know, that's fine. That's fine. They're allowed to have punk rock too. They need their punk rock too. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, I mean, pretty much in the vein of like radical politics. 
Yeah, I think they do. I haven't. Li- I mean, it's one of those bands that I don't listen to, but I know I've heard some of their songs. I, I've heard Mike Ness's uh, solo album of country songs, which I really enjoy. Maybe we can fucking play one of those at the end of this show. But okay. uh, I like Mike Ness's. I like that album a lot. And I always got the vibe from him that he was he was uh, he was he was down with left stuff, you know, cell phone video taken at the concert. This is going to make you laugh. Cell phone video taken at the concert captures the moment that the social distortion fan says he was beaten up by the band's front man. 56-year-old Mike Ness. (laughs) Why is this guy going to the news? What is this guy? I got beat up by a (laughs) (laughs) 56-year-old. Yeah. (laughs) I went to a concert. It's because I think differently, man. (laughs) Yeah. I went to a concert and got beat up by the 56-year-old lead singer. I mean, that's, I'm telling you, that's where Street Fight is heading. Because if I'm doing shows at 56 and you tell me you don't like my opinion <laughs> when I'm 56, I'm going to throttle you. He said, this is what he said, though. And this is something, uh, listen, his, his, the, 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 he said, I pretty much said I paid for your music, not your politics. Right. Yeah, yeah I that would out. fucking yeah. beat that guy up, too. Like, yeah. that's, I mean, me and Brett will jump you if you say something like that it'll be a two-on-one affair how would that happen though i paid for the show man not the politics that would be weird if somebody came to our show and said that. i paid for I, I paid for flat earth and cryptids man we're just here to ask questions we're not here to tell people to live in communes and shit <laughs> yeah we're we're not down with socialism we're not buddy syndicalists he said i paid for your that's so insulting i paid for your music not your politics like he fucking deserved to get beat well he deserved to get beat up when he voted for trump yeah no when he became a proud boy brett that's gonna end up that's gonna be the thing they play on fox news now you think so yeah let's cut that out and like post it out he deserved to get beat up when he voted for trump did you get that this guy, he Isolated. deserved to get beat up when he voted for Trump. There, There's a few different takes of it. Let's get this to Fox News. Yeah, I just, um, I mean, in mixed company, you never know what, who, how people are going to act. So I, w- I would, uh, if I was going to like, I, I wouldn't scream anything at a, like a Ted Nugent concert. Look, hey man, I want to hear cat scratch fever. I don't give a shit about Republicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, I like... I'm just not going to go. I'm not going to yell at. Why did he go to this concert? You know what? Here's Here's something you Trump people need to know. We don't fucking want you around and we don't want your fucking money either. I don't want your money. That's not fair. I don't give a fuck what's fair. The world's You're, not fair, Trump supporters. <laughs> we don't like you. No, we don't they like the guy that you voted for. We I don't want, like you. But I want to like punk rock music. Too fucking bad. Why don't? It's not fair that people are like punks against you know against people like me that just want to offend everybody. Yeah, too fucking bad, buddy. People, people like me that rank the races. Yeah, <laughs> people like me who who say yeah. Oh God. People, Why are people people are always so mad at me because I uh, can't stop reporting on the crimes of black men. Yeah, yeah, be, exactly. These guys, we don't like them. We hate them. It's an antisocial behavior. There's nothing antisocial distortion behavior. Antisocial distortion, exactly. To be <laughs> in any group that uh, looks to just to treat Western chauvinism as some sort of crown jewel. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing to be, there's nothing to be learned from that. That well has been 
Doug. We, we've been doing it. For yeah, for a very long, long time. How, how yeah. am I, like, I always tell, like, I've been telling my daughter lately that, like, when you're in school, you're going to learn history. And they're going to tell you things. And I want you to understand that most of that history is through the lens of a white Christian man. <laughs> so there's a different kinds of history out there. And I hope you go and look for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like smart. kind of the way that like I because I want her to learn the yeah. mainstream narrative. I do want her to hear that. But I want to keep reiterating to her that that's one person's side of the story. You got to know it. Yeah. And that's a great way to put it. And uh, and get it in you know he's got to make sure she does follow up on that yeah she i yeah. don't think she's gonna be a proud girl or anything no can't even i'm be hoping one. not i stood pretty much with my silent protest with my middle finger up for the next two songs oh yeah come on you're asking for it you're fucking you're starting trouble and you fucking knew this guy was gonna say something political you knew it you fucking I mean, knew that he was gonna say something political i always if i go to a punk show i expect i could get punched by the people that are conducting the show well that's i've seen the other so thing. many videos of that that's the other thing like just being at a punk show you might get punched by the lead this singer is place, that's punk this isn't even like yeah this isn't the streets this isn't like at the bank like if you were at the bank and someone had a hillary flag and you were like i came for a transaction not for your politics <laughs> like i don't know if people should get punched for that <laughs> but if you're in the middle of this environment, like, it's wildin'. We're doing wild shit in here, okay? We're fucking punk in here. We keep it motherfucking 100 when it yeah. comes to punk rock shit. It's just part of the fucking music anyway. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've it's never aggressive. been to a punk concert where somebody didn't get hit. There's you know? just... It's a fucking kind of music for hitting each other. That's, yeah. like, exactly what it is. I don't think anybody that gets into punk expects like, oh, I'm going to go to this concert. I'm not going to get hit by anybody. Or that, I mean, I don't think you have to. You, I mean, there's the thing is that there's a whole thing going on. There's a whole hive of people that are working together to make this show happen. But if you are to fuck with somebody on the stage, I mean, they will pee on you. They will fucking drop kick you. Like, just do not interrupt what they're doing unless you want to have your hair pulled out. Yeah, that's the kind of music. That's the kind of music you're into. They're fighting you for the stage. Like, you're you're trying to bring the show to you and the audience by doing your fucking salute. And I mean, that's... You're starting to fucking fight One at a concert. Salute. You shouldn't be allowed to sue either. I hope he doesn't get to sue. I oh, hope that Ticketmaster. I, mean, I hope that Ticketmaster fucking thing they write on the back of the ticket means that Mike Ness is allowed to whoop your ass if he doesn't like. Yeah, it. there's a disclaimer. <laughs> I so Ness didn't like that, and in the video you can see him motion Hildebrand to the stage where the singer spits in his face. <laughs> Oh, what a dumbass. What are you? I'm proud. I'm proud. What did he think he was going to do? Did he think he was going to engage him in logical debate? You know, no, you know what? We need to have a conversation. I was just saying fuck MAGA and every single Donald Trump voter out there, but let's have a dialogue. Let's use my stage time and my show to, to have a discussion about why you're such a crude asshole. Conservatives are really weird i know their relationship to art is the weirdest thing in the world to me to like music and movies and stuff like that where it's like look the people that create hate you like we just do like in the music that it's driven by it it's like against society like this is against the world that like ronald reagan built like that's was a it flourished under that you know that's where it 
started, and right. that's why it exists. Margaret Thatcher and shit. Like, this is comes from people being oppressed, and, like, you're not, buddy. Yeah, and you're fucking just trying to cause problems. You're just trying to start a fucking fight. Dude. You know, you can also not be MAGA at this concert, you know? Sure. Like, they're talking about, like, this guy is, like... I came here for their music, not their politics, as though they shouldn't be allowed to do politics at their own show. But you know what, motherfucker? You're at my show. So yeah. you're going to get what I want to give you. That's part of going to a fucking show. You stand in the audience and I give you what you're going to get. <laughs> like, I decide. I decide what this place is going to be. Not you, you know? I decide what I'm going to do. Not you. You don't get to pick if I do politics. Leave your fucking politics at home. You know, that guy could have got through this fucking set without getting in a fight with a single fucking person, dude. Without That guy could have got through this concert without any problem at all if he didn't feel the need to yell something out at the person on the stage and flip them off and just look confrontational in the audience. And the reason he fucking did it is because he knew, he knew in his fucking mind and in his heart that that fucking guy wasn't going to do anything. And then when it happened, he's shocked, you know, and he has to go on the news and cry because he got beat up by his childhood hero. So he takes his guitar off, jumps yeah. off the stage, and proceeds to punch me multiple times in the head. <laughs> he got spit on it and punched in the head. Hildebrand says he was dragged out of the venue by security. But then he filed a police report with officers who were standing outside. He plans to press charges. Oh, these yeah, I mean, you got to get, me get your sick. You got to go after that, those uh, record company lawyers. I don't know, dude. Well, yeah, no. You don't. You don't have no, to go I know. after this guy. He doesn't no, have I mean, any you should be, right to go after this guy. I know. This, you just, they handled this in punk rock court. It happened in the pit, man. And <laughs> yeah. you lost miserably. You got found guilty. I love that he said he was like, there was like people pushing me in the back and like push, you know, like I just didn't have any room, you know, getting his fighting stance or whatever he had to do. Yeah. Hildebrand. But so someone that has the status that he does shouldn't get away with sol- assaulting someone again. I am not saying that Mike Ness should be able to walk around the street and assault anybody he wants, right? That's not the no. argument that I'm making. No, that's not our leftist crackpot <laughs> liberal idea. I'm saying that if Mike Ness puts on a concert and he wants to whoop somebody's ass in the audience, he should be allowed to do that. I think that's fine. He, the part of the fucking contract, the social contract of going to a punk concert is just like Brett and I have been saying this whole time. You might get punched in the fucking face. That's part of it, you know? And you got punched by the lead singer. That's actually fucking way cooler yeah, than man. getting punched by somebody else. You know else. why, though? It's because conservative's the new punk rock, man. No, it's not, actually. Maybe they should make some music then instead of a picture of Ted Cruz with tattoos. <laughs> 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 like write the goddamn songs then you yeah, punk rockers do it do the work you know fuck uh it was a little bit excessive said social distortion fan james malden that's not true it wasn't excessive 
even a little bit. Well, Malden says that while Ness acted unprofessionally, music fans should understand controversy is part of the punk rock culture. Yes. (laughs) Is there a PR person for punk rock now? Yeah, this guy. They did just interview this guy. And he's just like, this guy says, if you're into politics, don't put your, if you're that into politics, don't put yourself in a situation where it could become a problem for you. Which is, that's what it is though. Did he, are there punk spaces that you can go and be a maggot chud? Like, I'm sure there are some because punks are crazy. Fucking yeah, people. sure. Some people sure go that way. Some. But there's not like a, a a mainstream punk concert that you would go to at a fucking hundred seat venue or something like that. You're no, you're like, like you gotta King make Con is unfriendly to your stuff. You know, the spits are unfriendly to your politics. Like all the big bands you know all the big punk bands sheer mag fucking hates you you know yeah and all of those big bands like don't put yourself in a situation where you might get offended by the band then that's your fucking problem that's your thing well and that's what i mean that really is um that's really what drives most of my politics is like if just i don't even for the most part care if you want to, if you're living out this little fantasy for your life, I mean, everybody has their own story to tell. Yeah. And uh, I wish you better. But, like, you don't have to come and spoil other people's time. Like, I don't go to churches and start screaming at people about conservative politics. <laughs> Brad or, walks into a church. He yeah. grabs his dick and goes like this. And is like, I like to fuck outside of marriage and in it. Yeah. Because I can fucking do that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's so so uh attacked in the middle of a show by the very person he paid to see hildebrand now wants the popular punk rock singer to pay for his actions if he wants to have a talk someday man to man i would love that but he would have to not be a child about it <laughs> i hate this guy i hate hate you hildebrand i hate you yeah um i mean maybe he can take him to debate court i'm sure he'll respond to that very well <laughs> He just wants to have. I just want yeah. to have a conversation just, with please him. Please be on my podcast. Please, Mike, be on my podcast. Yeah, he does. He does really want Mike on his podcast. I'm sure that <laughs> that's so cool that Mike Ness beat that guy up at 56 years old. That's the yeah, coolest man, shit I ever that's heard. Just you know, I hope he, I'm he believed ass. it. Yeah, I hope I'm whooping ass on stage when I'm 56, Brett. Yeah, I think we can do it. Let's beat somebody up. You know what I mean? All right, so we got one more. This is another conservative, Brett, that's killing me this week. Just fucking killing me. Um, All right, so this is from the New York Post. Conservative rag, as they call them. (laughs) Mayor de Blasio's homeless policies are so hard to swallow for a Queens landlord that he's gone on a hunger strike. (laughs) Did you? Severio Sam Esposito, 53, said he stopped eating Monday in in protest of his owner's plan to establish a homeless shelter for 113 mentally ill men in his neighborhood by winter. I'm going to keep this up until they carry carry me away by ambulance or the mayor agrees to sit down, the retired cop vowed. I love Ozone Park. I know that once they put up this shelter, this whole area is going to change dramatically. So this landlord, this guy's a landlord in uh, Queens, New York, and they're going to build, they're, they're repurposing 
a uh, a church, I believe, for a homeless. It's repurposing a, a shuttered Lutheran school on 101st Avenue into a homeless shelter for people that are mentally ill. Okay. And this guy's, this retired cop is going on a protest. Okay. <laughs> he's doing, he's a doing a hunger strike. Hey, What's it for? buddy. They don't, he doesn't want him to build the homeless shelter in his neighborhood. Like, Wow, yeah, I mean... Those are cops. That is a retired cop if I've ever heard of one. Yeah. Hey, I don't need to have, like, a... I, I like to go out and I like to get a slice and I like to never have to see homeless people. Yep. He, um... So he thinks because the streets will get them back on their feet and into a suburban home, right? He said, uh, the city is converting a shuttered Lutheran school on 101st Avenue into the shelter and plans to stop using a local hotel to house homeless people. It expects to find a second site to house another 150 homeless people in the district in the coming years. The Ozone Park site is one of 90 shelters de Blasio wants to open throughout the city. Esposito is camped out in front of the construction site, sporting shorts, sandals, a t-shirt and stubble on friday he looked no worse for the wear after five days with nothing he said but water and coffee to sustain him oh my this fucking dude is on a hunger strike brett like a fucking like a real that's a real political action for real political stuff and this fucking guy is out he's making a mockery of the hunger strike in my opinion What a piece of shit, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. Does he not have anybody in his life? Like, come on, man. (laughs) He seems like the type of guy that nobody can tell anything. That's true. That makes sense. I mean, think about, like, the actions he's taking and the things we know about this True, true. 53-year-old ex-NYPD cop. And just nobody, people have probably been like, hey. It's kind of like Mike (laughs) Ness behavior, though. He's like, hey, Sam, come on. Let's not do this. And he's like, I got to I got to stop this from happening. Yeah, he's just old and confident and grumpy and mad about something that I just is unfathomable. It's I just crazy. if you talk to anybody, if you talk to any, I mean, most people, I mean, even the most dark hearted conservatives believe in charity for people that deserve it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, what the fuck? He's a piece of shit, Brad. <laughs> Something. What can we do? Can something be done about, about him? Well, they're going to build. Punch, the, can we spit on him and punch him? <laughs> no. Is that good enough? You're not allowed to do that. But they can are going to build. Him, let's get him to a punk show. Let's <laughs> see if we can convince him to go to a punk show. Legal there. And get Mike Ness to take care of this guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's call Mike. Let's go to Mike Ness on Twitter and send him to this guy. I mean. The thing that we're going to do to him is we're going to build the fucking can't we're going to build the homeless place in his neighborhood and there's nothing he can fucking do about it. Like nobody cares that he's going to go on a hunger strike. He's just trying to get in the fucking newspaper, dude. Yeah. He yeah. did newspapers reporting on one guy's fucking political action. He's th- he is. He's actually throwing a fucking temper tantrum in front of the world. I don't know if this is true or not, but this is really good slander. Jared in the chat said he and his dad got busted for doing 9-11 benefit fraud. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's good money, though. Yeah. I can I mean, pass up that money. Yeah. Especially if you had the uniform. 
I'm trying to see if that one. says it in the story because that would be funny. But yeah, I, this oh Esposito pled guilty in 2014 to a misdemeanor in connection with a massive social security fraud scheme Ooh. scheme in which he in which his father Joseph Esposito was one of the ringleaders. Esposito, who said he has long been on bad terms with his dad, did not get any jail time. Hey, I hate my fucking dad. Okay, yeah. hey, come on over here. I hate my fucking dad. <laughs> so social security fraud. Yeah, this guy that's, doesn't like. Nobody likes this person, bro. No, he seems like a total turd. Like his dad doesn't like him. Like nobody fucking likes it. I bet you the old cops that have because I'm sure when you're an old when you're a retired cop, other cops have to like draw straws to visit you and shit. I'm sure of it. Or like he sidles up to a cop while he's out on the street directing traffic. He's like, "Hey, how you feel about these uh, homeless shelters over here? Is there anything we can do about that?" Yeah. <laughs> He's he's just watching Death Wish a lot now these days, I bet. <laughs> this guy sucks. God, I hate this guy. A landlord of all people. Like the he's most a cop landlord. The, the least he is the least sympathetic figure yeah. I've ever heard to do a hunger strike. Yeah. It's like good, buddy. Don't fucking eat. Yeah, stop. Please just don't eat until you die. <laughs> right. Do us all a favor. Just fine. Keep on this path, sir. He's gonna eat too. The motherfucker. Yeah. I is- mean, it, it's an inju- it's an unjust world, and <laughs> when they're housing homeless people, and and I support the cause. I think you go all the way and show them you need mean business. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking eating, and you know oh, he's yeah. eating. Oh yeah. Too. By the way, no jer- jerky ain't a meal. <laughs> jerky ain't a meal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said that's a hunger strike. It's a, it's not a meal. No, I had an eggplant parmesan last night. That's literally nothing to me. <laughs> that's I'm I'm hungry over here. Literally. I'm hungry over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking great, man. Pro- yeah, probably some donuts as well. <laughs> Hey, you said I'm on a hunger strike. It means I'm not eating between none of the meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and later snack. <laughs> but I don't eat any food in between those. No, the sugar is more like an energy pill. So I'm having this instead of a monster. Look, folks, I'm not eating any food. I'm eating only Cliff Bars all day. I eat <laughs> seven of them. <laughs> this ain't food. Yeah, he's not fucking. He is so eating. No, he's. Yeah, he says he he's hasn't eaten in five days. This this motherfucker. He's probably fucking chewing on a sausage at the site of the hunger strike. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine him getting home from the hunger strike and eating like a whole tray <laughs> of buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> He's just eating a dip. I'm just eating condiments. Yeah. I'm just eating spoonfuls no, of ketchup. Buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> this fuck, I hate this guy. I hate him so much. What a piece of crap. Well, I think we did that. Yes, that's the show. You know, this, uh, can I just say this real quick? I mean, I guess we probably have like a few minutes to hit that wonderful number I like. They're putting heat on no, deadly- Let me Let me say real quick. 
Okay. So I accidentally put someone's name on the screen before we had all of the numbers in. So if you want to get entered in this lottery, just do an exclamation point so uh, Jason can grab it before we do our final drawing here. And Oliver, I will definitely give you something as a parting gift for getting you excited when you saw your name. God, Brett. <laughs> I'm Steve Harvey in it for the first one. He set a good precedent where we can fuck it up and like just deal with it you know yeah so i'm just gonna tell you this brett right now dragon's breath prompts law enforcement crackdown the police are going after dragon's breath my dude what why (laughs) my daughter is fucked now (laughs) what are they gonna do about it they're putting heat on a deadly frozen dessert vendor suffolk county officials are cracking down on businesses that sell the liquid nitrogen dipped cereal called dragon's breath in an effort to end the dangerous trend authorities told the post exclusively wednesday why the amped up law enforcement plan takes aim at the sub-zero treat which can cause frostbite skin tissue damage and suffocation oh i don't you need to be arresting people for this again? Once again, why is this an arrestable offense? It's happening all over the place. Somebody though. burns their hands on some dragon's breath and they're running away so a cop shoots them because they can't catch up? Yeah. It says, I mean, this, this seems action, like we need... Listen, some, listen to this, dude. Who this started action, this shit? Is there like some trainees? Can someone go teach teach people how to do dragon's breath? Yeah, this is going to put a fucking video you've on. You've got these fucking... you got these carnies on the side of the road <laughs> anywhere they can set up buying nitrous oxide or whatever it is. Nitrogen. The, liquid, nitri- nitrogen. liquid nitrogen in the fucking mail. Yeah. And they're like, it's just cereal. It's literally just big fucking cereal. It's $10. (laughs) It's a big bunch of fucking cereal, man. Yeah, and they're getting burns. This action will prevent dangerous chemicals from winding up in the hands of children in Suffolk County. We will not tolerate any establishment that seeks to peddle this poison and profit off of one of these actions in violation of our health code. Suffolk County Executive Steve Bellone said. Damn, I thought this had been going on for a while and nobody was dying from it, but I guess, all right, uh, Dragon's Breath now is over. Yeah, I didn't know we're in that territory. Yeah. I passed it up every time I saw it. There's just nothing appealing. That's a, that's just an Instagram too far for me. Yeah. I had a unicorn bagel from New York City, and uh, that wasn't so bad. This is interesting because totally like the, the thing that they're talking about is like in October, a 14-year-old Florida girl was hospitalized with a severe burn on her thumb after she touched Dragon's Breath while it was being prepared. Yeah. It's that's, like, so motherfuckers are... Don't keep your hands out of it. <laughs> yeah. Smack like, their hand. Yeah. If they're touching, I mean, that's not the Dragon's Breath fault. Let it heat you know? up a little bit. Well, let them just do what they do. You can't yeah. touch shit while, like, don't be touching shit while people are fucking with it, you know? Just release, like, You wouldn't like touch a, something that was on fire. Oh, he's fucking grilling it up there. I just thought I'd touch it real quick. Get put some it, burn. Put, a, put an ad on Facebook and YouTube that says, don't touch the liquid nitrogen. Yeah. I don't like know. Like a PSA. What a fucking odd thing to make a law about. Officials were not immediately aware of any vendors selling the, the dessert or local residents who have been injured by it. They just, like, made a law. <laughs> like, they were just like, oh, I'm hearing about this dragon's breath. We got to do something about it. <laughs> There's, like, nothing going on. Nope, nothing happened. Their niece got burnt or something. Or, like, the skin of maybe the roof of her mouth, like, tore off. That's fine. I mean, it happens. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah, too much. Yeah, I mean, that happens anytime you eat Cap'n Crunch. (laughs) All right. Especially a big one. All right. We're done, man. Do do your thing, baby. All right. Thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. Um, 
This is number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. Uh, we apparently are all about uh, nudity now. Everybody can be naked uh, but have their feet covered. Uh, we also believe that the earth is flat and that everybody should um, be on this. There should be no hierarchy. So and Mike Ness should be allowed to party. <laughs> Mike Ness. Wants. Mike Ness has special exemption to use his fists how he sees fit. Um, we, if you want to support the show, you can get bonus content over on patreon.com. It's a place where you sign up for a monthly fee. It comes out on the first of every single month, uh, for $8 a month. We will mail a paper copy of the zine to your house. And you also get, uh, a, uh, coupon to use in the store, the store where we sell our CBD Kratom and other zines. Um, you'll get $5 back on that to spend in the store every single month. So give it a shot. You also get to watch the live stream. If, if you're, uh, interested, we're going to do our lottery here. Uh, let me see who won. I did put a name up on the screen. So let me see if, uh, that, if we get them in there. All right. Uh, it looks like the winner is going to be Oliver Young. It, uh, came up. It came up <laughs> the same, the same one. So uh, congratulations, you win the uh, Drew toothpaste prize pack uh, of stuff. We've got for you a uh, towel. Like I said, oh, I'm losing this. I'm getting caught up on this damn computer. Um, we've got a towel for you. We've got the clean your shit up, uh, clean your shit up dustbin and the toothpaste for dinner book so thank you to drew toothpaste for uh helping us out with that and giving us those so we can give away to you uh we will be back later this week you can uh listen to the show on facebook twitter and google play uh we are street fight radio peace daddy yes son well son a funny thing about regret is that it's better to regret something you have done than to regret something you haven't done. And by the way, if you see your mom this weekend, would you be sure and tell her, Satan! 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 Satan!